Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Other Side of Life podcast. I'm so excited to be bringing you guys this week's episode, episode four. Um, man, we really moving along on this podcast and uh, I am just so thankful and so excited and just so happy to be doing this uh, each week. Um, I have a good message for you guys this week and I believe it's going to be a good one. Um, today's been a little, uh, a little gloomy out. Clouds are out. It's kind of, kind of rainy. Sky's kind of dark, but we're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep overcoming. We're going to keep pushing right along. Um, you know, time to turn up because we are on episode four, my good people. Um, man, but really though, that's like this whole podcast, like, it's something that, you know, I'm really proud of because uh, I honestly, I had the thought of like doing this podcast for like almost a year now. And, um, you know, God's finally bringing it to fruition, you know, and I believe sometimes God can uh, delay a dream or a vision or just like uh, an interest, you know, because he's, he's sort of preparing it and molding it in the process. Uh, so I'm just so excited that my time, you know, finally came back around. Um, so updates for you all. Um, I know my schedule with this podcast uh, has been all over the place. And I just want to thank all of you that have been supportive throughout it all. Uh, I'm working on uh, being more consistent with this for sure. And, you know, incorporating this into my weekly schedule um, with work and just other other obligations and things like that. Um, I've been able to see and talk to some of my other creative friends and content creators. I've learned tips and advice on how to be more successful when it comes to planning this. Um, so it's time to get it going, time to get it popping. Um, and I just want to continue to grow, grow this podcast and fine-tune this podcast along the way and just keep doing uh, amazing things with it and just seeing where it can go seeing where God can take it so you know as always you know I want to check in and see how everyone's doing this year so far so far uh we're a whole month into this year crazy 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 you know I I didn't I, I don't know if any of you have realized this besides me but time really does go by right like like I promise you the the new year just started what two days ago and we're already into February you know that's I don't know why that feels that way like something could feel as if it's going by so far but when you think about it it was literally 31 days 31 calendar days so in in retrospect you would think well yeah 31 days takes some time you know it doesn't go by that quick but it it, it definitely feels as if it went by pretty quick you know and um there's this quote um i once heard and um i actually had to find it and write it down uh right here in my notes um but it says time is free but it's priceless you can't own it but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you've lost it, you can never get it back. 
you know, I wasn't able to find the, uh, the creator of that quote, but, you know, the quote, nonetheless, is still pretty impactful. You know, it's still, it still has a message to it. Um, and, you know, if, if you need to, to rehear that, uh, I encourage you to run it, run this right back and play it right back so you can really capture, you know, the full magnitude of that message. Um, but, you know, I, time, time is something that we never really um, fully measure, but we have ways of measuring it, if that makes sense. Um, let me explain. Um, so, you see, we have calendars to outline it. We have schedules to navigate it and routines to optimize it, right? But do we really understand how time works? Now, I'm, I'm one of those people that'll just find themselves sometimes thinking about space and time and what lies beyond the earth to the point where I have to kind of snap myself out of it, you know, it, because it becomes a never-ending bunny hole. You know, like the, the more you think and think and think and go deeper and deeper and deeper, it's just like, whoa, let me, let me take a step back and come back to reality for a second. But, you know, time is, is endless in theory, but yet we have we all have an expiration date when it comes to this life or at least this physical existence, you know, if you will. But, it, you know, it's through Christ that we, you know, obtain everlasting life. But do you ever wonder if time would move differently in heaven? Because I, I know I've thought many times, like, you know, do the laws of the earth do they run the same in heaven? You know, like, do certain things still apply in heaven? Um, and, you know, there's many verses in the Bible, Bible verses, where God speaks, you know, of time and how he designates it to be, you know, how he designed it to be. Um, and, you know, the first one is in Psalm 104. Actually, let me, I mean, I, I have this weird thing where it's like I have to say it how I read it. But Psalm chapter 104, verse 19, uh, you know, and it says, He made the moon to mark the seasons. The sun knows it's time for setting. I find that really amazing that God designed every aspect of the galaxy with purpose and with instruction right you know and there's another verse in genesis chapter 8 verse 22 uh, where he says while the earth remains seed time and harvest cold and heat summer and winter day and night shall not cease so you know with this verse it lets us know that even after we pass on from this realm you know the earth and all that it is will continue to exist as the Lord designs I mean as he as he desires right um, and uh, the last verse that I want to highlight you know in this first half of the podcast is in the book of Proverbs chapter 16 verse 3 um, and it reads commit your work to the uh, <laughs> you guys know I was double uh, okay here we go uh, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. It says, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. 
So um, that is a good way to segue into this episode's topic. Are you willing to wait? So I actually want to piggyback off of that last verse, off of that last verse, uh, Proverbs 16, 3, um, commit your way, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Uh, So the question is, what does that look like, right? Like, what does committing our work to God look like? You know, and I, I bet if we were to ask ourselves if the ideas that came to, into our mind, whether they were good ideas or God ideas, sometimes we wouldn't truly know, you know, me included. Um, and you see, sometimes a good idea is just that, you know, a good idea. But um, where the twist is, is that a good idea doesn't always negate it being good for our interest you know case in point um like you're tired of your job right or maybe you have a boss um that is bothering you so naturally a good idea would be to leave the job you know to leave the situation leave the environment just be done but if leaving affects you financially then that idea doesn't benefit the good of your interest right and um I'm just speaking, you know, like, bare-bone examples. You know, I, I know most people would prepare to leave a job with a backup job. <laughs> but many don't, you know, including myself. Many times in the past, I would just be done with a job and just leave, just walk off. And, um, you know, I was young. And I didn't really realize the severity of that until <laughs> I got older. Uh, that that isn't how it works you have to have a backup plan when you do things in life um but you know i'm sure there are many more examples where the idea sounds good at first but when you sit and really think on it you know it's payoff doesn't work for the good of your benefit now a god idea is an idea that god himself reveals to you reveals to us uh, it's something that is without flaw or mistake in its making because it was crafted by God himself. Now, I believe that I believe that doesn't mean the idea won't require, you know, some hard work and dedication to make it come to fruition. But you won't have a doubt in your mind that this is what you should be doing. You know, um, okay, now we're back. I had to get a swig of my smoothie. I made a smoothie this morning. Um, and yeah, you know, we got a smoothie's fun fact though. You know, the doctors, they say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And I was one of those people that just said, oh, that's a bunch of hullabaloo. But no, like studies show that, you know, there's a lot of benefits um, to incorporating breakfast into your day. Um, So that's a little fun fact for you guys. Um, But, um, you know, so, yeah, like I, I, I believe that that, you know, it doesn't mean that the idea that God brings to you 
won't require some hard work and dedication to make it come to fruition. But you really won't have a doubt in your mind if this is what you should be doing. You know, it's it's amazing that the creator of this universe, he knows your beginning and your end. You know, um, he says in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. You know, I, ugh. <laughs> man, you know, typing this thing out is like struggle sometimes because of all types of typos and things like that. But, you know, I keep all these little tidbits in this podcast because that's just who we are. That's just who I am. Time to run it back. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. You were born set apart. God is so sovereign over our makeup, our design, our gifts, our physical attributes, um, and so much more to the point that even when we make our plans, God is always guiding our steps. He's always sitting right there directing our paths. You know, and I just think that that, like, when you sit back and you really think on that, it is a amazing, amazing, amazing thing. Um, but do you do you know what I feel? Uh, that often, many times, prevents a good idea from revealing itself as a God idea. Um, I believe that it's patience. Um, it's definitely patience. You know, it's it's the waiting in between the moment that the idea appears in our mind and the moment that it begins manif- manifesting that it trips people up. You know, it's, it's that it's that period in between the idea and it coming to life. You know, that that waiting period that oftentimes people give up on. You know, we we live in a society where everything has become instant where if you want groceries delivered to you, it's a click away. You need to ride to an airport, it's all within an app. You know, everything is just right there at your fingertips. But what do you do when, you know, that blessing you've been praying on isn't on an app or you just can't curbside pick up your blessing? What do you do? Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> curbside pickup has, has become a, a favorite of mine. Because, man, let me tell you, the way these grocery stores have become over the last three years during this pandemic, I, I just, I don't have the patience, you know, and like, that's, that's just, it, 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 it's ironic when you think about it. Um, but, you know, so like, if you haven't thought about Instacart or picking up your groceries, then this is a free advertisement to do so, so saying instacart you know holler at your boy (laughs) but you know like so back to the question like what what do you do you know when the things that you want the blessings you're praying on they just aren't physically there you can't physically grab them when you want to grab them you know and i know what i did you know i chose to take things into my own hands a lot of the time you know i figured it was a good idea to do so and, you know, very rarely did it turn out to be. Um, <clears throat> you know, patience is something that you can't buy no matter how much money you have. And oftentimes people, they want the end result without having to put the work in to get it. 
you can look around at society and see that you know every fabric of society is built on fast and ready results you know now 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 you know now um i know that you all remember the childhood story of the tortoise and the hare right um you know they were both in a race and they both came into the race with two distinct personalities two distinct you know mannerisms the hare was very confident and you could say he was very um egotistical for sure you know he was poking fun at the tortoise for being slow until they decided to have a race um so like you know like the tortoise he's like he's coming into it you know with that that energy you know like um but he's 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 modest you know he's he's slow in, in, in his his personality. You know, he's just he's just even tempered, you know, even even killed. Um, you know, and the hare, he comes in with that five hour energy juice. You know, he's pumped, he's juiced, he's cocky, he's all those things, you know, he's ready to go. And um the ending of the story is that, you know, eventually the tortoise won the race. And, you know, if you didn't know that that was the ending I apologize you know for spoiling the story for you but the moral is um that the hare you know he was so pompous that he would win that he actually slowed down during the race and took a nap and you know the tortoise you know being dedicated in his strategy and you know slow and steady ultimately he wins the race now Many people can interpret that story in different ways and get different messages from this story. But, you know, there's really only one concrete fact from this story, you know, and it's that with patience comes persistence. You know, being in a state of urgency um, can definitely produce results, but the results may vary, you know, and if we look at it from the viewpoint of uh, preparing food. So let's say you're cooking a meal or even buying a frozen dinner. You know, I mean, it could be, it could be Hot Pockets. It could be pizza rolls. It can be one of those like Swanson dinners, um, which those were my favorite growing up. Um, or it could even be the banquet meals. Yeah. You know, those banquet meals are definitely humble beginnings for real. <laughs> because I don't know about y'all, but your boy was a banquet meal fanatic. I'm talking like it, you can name any flavor or variety and I probably had it. Um, you know, they were cheap. But, you know, they got me through a lot of hungry and broke nights nonetheless um but you know everything that we prepare has uh instructions on it right um and you know it's not because the instructions look nice um but you know it's because in order to produce the best results and the best flavor of the food you have to cook it for a certain amount of time you know, to produce the best flavor, the best results, 
the best everything, you know. And if you become impatient throughout the process, you're imp- you, you 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 being impatient puts you at risk of eating undercooked food and becoming sick. You know, so that that is an example of where you know you have to be patient in, in certain aspects to to produce the best results you know and it doesn't just apply to food you know it it applies you know in life you know and if we were to you know test our lives and our blessings the same way we do food we wouldn't be able to reap the harvest and benefits of our blessings you know it's um there's too many times that i felt like god didn't hear my prayers or you know, I felt like he he didn't see my pain. And I, I realize now that where I was looking to see God is not where he was intending to show up. Mm. That, that's a word right there. Where I was looking to see God is not where God was intending to show up. You know, you, you see, God sometimes doesn't show in the way that we imagined in our heads, in our minds, that he would, because he created us with an understanding and a perception that prevents us from seeing how he sees. We believe, you know, our financial blessing will fall out of thin air. And in all reality, God could be telling you to work more hours at your job, to pick up more shifts, to put in overtime, you know? We're, we're asking God to, to cleanse our hearts and our minds. But then we begin to wonder why people in our life start disappearing, dropping out of thin air, you know, going ghost. You know, and I, I know I'm talking to somebody when, when, when I say that. But, you know, God says that his thoughts are not our thoughts. Neither is his ways our ways. You know, God... God knows a good thing from, you know, a bad thing. You know, God God sees steps and steps and steps ahead of us, you know, and he's not going to reveal things or bring certain things into our life the way we picture them in our heads or the way we imagine it, you know, because, you know, God, God will not bless us the way that we ask because, you know, he, he sees past what we see. And he knows exactly how to bless us. You know, um, and, you know, it, it really does take a strong assurance given through his word um, that has to be, it, it has to be at the very core of our belief. You know, it, it takes strength under pressure that God will take you from that job that doesn't deserve you it takes strength under stress to know that God will deliver you from that abusive marriage or that 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 wasteful relationship you know it takes strength under obstacles to know that God will provide for you it takes strength and that's a strength that only comes from God. You know, it's it's the belief that God will keep you rooted 
during the storms and strong winds that come into your life, you know, to say, oh Lord, keep me planted upon your foundation in the midst of my storms. It takes strength to believe that. You know, God has, has become my firm foundation in my life because I've seen what he's done for me, even at times when I didn't have much faith or believe that things would turn around. It takes strength, y'all. It takes strength. You know, and I'm telling you, God, God is so true in his word when he says, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, as small as a grain of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to here, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible. And you can find that verse in Matthew chapter 17, verse 20. But if you have faith as small as a grain of a mustard seed, you know, and personally, I don't think I've ever really seen a mustard seed, honestly. But, you know, I had to Google it to see how small it was. And, you know, it's very, very small in size, like extremely small in size. So, you know, what could God really be saying here? God is saying that if you just have even the slightest bit of faith, watch what he can do. If, if you just believe enough, watch what he can do. He can take that and take you to places and show you things you never imagined he could do. You know, and I'm here to tell you, that's so much more true than you know. So much more true than you know. That even having the slightest bit of faith, God can take that and work miracles and work wonders. You know, and, you know, faith is something that really can't be measured by metrics or, or by scientific equations because man cannot create it. Man can't create faith. Faith is a posture in the heart. It's a choice. A choice to believe in what you can't see. A choice to believe in someone who you cannot hear. It's a choice to believe that the God of this universe loves me enough to know my heart, to hear my cries and my prayers. You know, blessings are the result of faith. And they can only come from faith. Faith without works is dead. It takes works to exemplify your faith to God. It takes you walking out what he says in his word. It takes you knowing that even though I may not be able to tangibly touch these blessings at my disposal or I may not be able to take it into my own hands it takes faith to know that God can do all of this and then and then more for you and that he has done it for you even when you weren't even aware of it God was blessing you he was protecting you he was molding you for something greater Faith is the basis of our 
relationship with God, you know, and without it, how can we please him? How can we please God if the one thing that our whole religion is based on, if if we don't have that in our hearts, how can we please God? We need faith. We need it, you know? And you want to know what the difference between a good idea and a God idea is? It's faith. It's always faith. You know, are you willing to wait on the Lord and trust that he will provide all your needs? Are you willing to be faithful in the waiting season? Are you willing to be faithful in the harvest to reap the benefits of your harvest? Are you willing to wait? Are you willing to believe that he hears your prayers and to know that he will never leave you? I encourage you. I challenge you. If you strengthen your faith and you wait and you believe, watch what God can do for you. God can do so much for you if all you do is believe. So, as I come to the conclusion of this episode, uh, it's a very special episode on faith and believing and staying strong in the waiting season. Um, I want to thank all of you for taking the time today to listen to this episode. You know, I, I pray this episode left a message on your hearts and that God works in your life and through your circumstances. That if you just have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, that you will be able to see God's love for you. Amen. So as always, I pray that you all be blessed and have peace in your days. That you go with God. And until the next episode, stay safe and stay motivated. God bless.